Hi everyone, here's what's bothering me today. Yesterday I talked about Marianne Shad, who was a woman of firsts. Now we're going to talk about William Nielsen Hall, who is a man of firsts. So, this man, who I'm about to tell you about, was the first black man, the first Nova Scotian, and the first Canadian naval recipient of the Victoria Cross. Um, now, for those of you who are American or from somewhere outside of the British Commonwealth who aren't aware of what the Victoria Cross is, it's basically our version of the Medal of Honor or the French uh, Legion of Honor. It's basically the highest award you can be given in military service, but in, you know, the British Empire. That should already tell people that he's a very impressive man. And what's also impressive is that he managed to live to tell the tale. Most Victoria Cross recipients aren't so lucky. So William Nielsen Hall was the son of former slaves who fled to Halifax after the War of 1812. Um, and though they initially settled in Halifax for a time, they moved to an area not too far away called Horton Bluff. As with many things in Nova Scotia, it's very much oriented towards the ocean. And so William Nielsen Hall absolutely loved the sea from a very early age. He was constantly, you know, going sailing, learning how to row and fish and uh, wanted to see the world and try and get onto merchant ships and ferries, do whatever he could. The man loved the sea. And so at an early age, he left Nova Scotia on a merchant vessel in 1844 at the tender age of 15. Now, after serving initially three years in the U.S. Navy, after, you know, moving around on the ocean, and I guess employment contracts were more liberal back then, he joined the Royal Navy in February of 1852, and this is where his story really begins. So... In June of 1857, Britain and the British Empire is currently embroiled in what's known by a variety of terms, but most commonly known as the um, Sepoy Rebellion or the Sepoy Mutiny in India. That's a whole different story. I could do like an entire week's worth of videos on that whole thing and the background of it and why it was important, how it ultimately led to, you know, even worse things for both Britain and India. It, it's a thing. But we're just here to talk about our man, William. Now, uh, he was serving aboard HMS Shannon at this point in time when the mutiny broke out. And so what would happen at this point in time is um, British naval units would often you know, embark with their guns to then lay sieges to cities. So even though they're in the Navy, they're serving in a terrestrial role, weirdly enough. Um, and so um, he was deployed with the rest of the crew to Lucknow. And apparently a, so they were there to relieve a British garrison that had been cut off by various mutineers. So in November, the British military attempted to break through the siege, and among the forces participating was the Naval Brigade from HMS Shannon, which included Hall as one of the gunners. Um, however, uh, in order to break the siege, they had to encounter um, a very fortified position at the Shah Najaf Mosque. The mutineers were pouring intense fire. Lots of his comrades were falling left and right. But William Nielsen Hall was one of the few who continued, you know, through the din of war and under fire to reload the cannons and fire them in the pursuit of British victory. And... 
while they didn't breach the mosque, they had apparently continued to fight um, to the point that most of their comrades fell. And so Hall was one of four members of the Naval Brigade to be awarded the Victoria Cross for this engagement at Lucknow. And uh, that's basically where the uh, Victoria Cross story comes in. But now I want to talk a bit about how he was honored, or rather wasn't honored, after that. So, as per usual in, you know, racist Canadian and British times, he continued to serve in the Royal Navy, you know, didn't make a fuss, very, you know, head down. And he served until 1876 when he ultimately retired and returned to Horton Bluff. He, you know, retired to a farm near his family, and he lived there quite peacefully until 1904 when he died. So he lived to be a really good old age. Like, he escaped from slavery in 1812, and he died in 1904. The man's old. Um, but he was buried without military honors, and the grave was just left and neglected until 1945, in the wake of World War II when it was finally shown some attention and respect that it very much deserved. A permanent memorial was actually established there in 1947, and now there's a little memorial plaque at the cemetery near Horton Bluff by a chapel that bears his name and his story. And it's a story that I wish more people knew about. Not just Nova Scotians, but Canadians in general. You know, here's another man of firsts who, you know, was probably the definition of humble just a hard worker kept his nose clean did his duty retired to be a farmer lived what we assume was a good life but then again he was neglected for his brave military service which lots of people love to crow about but because he was black he wasn't shown the same honors as other people i think it's important that we try and remember these kinds of stories and you know, learn about them and see that black people are not some recent arrival to Canada and their story, well, not their story, but their various stories have incredible bravery and leave behind this added richness to the legacy that we can call Canada. Whether they're black Nova Scotians or in Upper Canada, Quebec, wherever they are, they have impacted this country and served it and fought and died for it and helped shape it into the nation it is today. And the fact that more of us don't recognize this or realize this is definitely what's bothering me today.